recording live. Yep, there it is. Hey, what is up, everybody? Yes, a different voice, same show. Sean is here. I'm hosting today. Uh, Felipe, you know, our grand leader, uh, is spending the weekend celebrating his first daughter's second birthday. So we want to give a shout out. Happy birthday, Penny. Austin, there you go. Austin is out of town and you might have just heard him right there. That is the one and the only Jacob Moses co-host of the step back podcast also brought to you from the life group podcast network uh jacob how are you dude it's been a while since you've been on the show and uh, we're excited to have you back absolutely i'm excited to be back it feels so good to be back in my <laughs> voice uh, <laughs> now it feels good though thank you for having me on yeah and, and and especially with him you know uh today's show we're gonna recap the uh, Baseball Life Home League with uh, yours truly being the reigning champion. (laughs) We are still in the year of Flannery in the Baseball Life Home League, but (laughs) we're off to kind of a a shaky start, but I'm not really too worried about it. But it's fitting that we have you on, Jacob, because you are currently tied for first in the the standings. And for those that don't know that this is a head-to-head categories league. Um, It's been going for about three years now. Uh, I won last year. Felipe came in second. Jacob, do you remember where you finished? I, I want to say it was like towards the middle bottom. Yeah, I was in the middle. You know, I, I tried to pull an upset on Felipe in the first round of the playoffs, but Soto got extremely hot. Yeah, yeah. And there was nothing I could do about that, but it, you know, it happens. But I'm back with the vengeance this year. Yeah, it, it, and you really like you're sitting at 11 and five with also James, another one of our fellow Mets fans, tied for first place. And I was kind of shocked when I first pulled it up and then I, I pulled up your <laughs> roster and, and here we are. I mean, this is one hell of a roster that he's put together. And for those that will be listening to us in the audio only podcast form, uh, you can also catch us on YouTube where all of the slideshows, screens and spreadsheets are available for you to see as well. But Jacob, this is a hell of a roster. I mean, two you. Ca- you got two catcher league. You got JT Romuto filling out one of the spots. You got Pete Alonzo, you know, had a career, you know, a, a great night again last night, two home runs. He's uh, second, I believe, in the National League in home runs, first tied for the league, major league lead in RBIs. Tommy Edmond, great year. Manny Machado, great year. Jazz Chisholm, who, you know, I, I constantly rail against, but he's having, you know, his his first, like, breakout year. Uh-huh. Uh, Luis Arias probably going to win a batting championship. Acuna and Harper, both of which were keepers from last year, as well as Machado and Alonzo were. So what are you kind of thinking about your team this year? I feel I knew going in, it was going to be a strong team. It was just everyone staying healthy. That was the biggest thing. I knew it. If they can stay healthy, I knew I had a shot. You know, this, the pitching is there, you know, look, Frankie Montez, Ian Anderson. I had that play. See, I, I took a little, you know, little page out of your book and started really doing my research on, what players would actually give me the most points, head-to-head matchup. I was like, okay, I got to do this. And I really did my research on every one of them, and it actually paid off. It it really did. Yeah, and, you know, you have guys, you know, Ian Anderson's taking a little bit of a step back, but I didn't even mean to say that, but he he has taken a step back. (laughs) Once again, referencing that great show that Jacob and Leon put on over there in Basketball (laughs) Life. Uh, you know, he's sitting at a high four ZRA, but then everyone else is just a solid pitcher. Frankie mm-hmm. Montes, Logan Webb, Zach Wheeler, Christian Javier. If I were you, I'd probably have a little bit more depth. That The, the one SP on, on the bench scares me a little bit. 
But yeah, th- Gumber, that, yeah. But but the offense, I mean, that is just a, a crazy offense, and they're definitely carrying you. But I, I just wanted to single out your roster here at the start uh, mm. while we go. And like we said, that this is a head-to-head categories league. But, you know, because we're on fan tracks, we can also see how things would look if this were a um, uh, just regular Roto League. And mm. let me see if I can find the – here we go, results. Oh, no, this is going to be under season stats. So we are uh, – we're struggling here, but, you know, here we go. So if this was a Roto-only league, I would be in third place. I'd be behind Felipe. I'll pat mm. you on the back, Felipe. There you go. You're in second. <laughs> James is just kind of being our authoritative winner. I, I'm a little ahead of you, Jacob. Mm. And then, you know, the, the rest kind of falls into order. Harvey, Margola. Margola's actually having a, a better year this year. He always goes with the crazy strategies. I think he just kind of <laughs> treats this as like a little experimental lab. And um, But yeah, this year, it, it's been kind of frustrating. I, I see that Based on the season-wide stats, mm-hmm. my roster is okay. My roster is pretty good, you know, third most in roto points. And then I just go over here to the actual uh, regular season standings, and I'm eight and eight. And I had like a, I think a five-game losing streak at one point, <laughs> and I was just like, and, and the final loss of that streak was a a tied matchup in which I was the away team, so I lost the tiebreaker, and I was like, oh my, I can't win for losing here. <laughs> But let, let, yeah, so let, let's go to James's team here. You know, this is the first place team. Shout out to James Handbode. Uh, let's see if we can give him a little shout out in the chat. Jacob, I just want to hear your thoughts on what you think about James's team. It's another solid one. You have production ever. Paul Goldie is playing out of his mind. You know, that's pretty yeah. much carrying a lot of it. Jeremy Pena. You know, the kid is there, and he's not even re- – he hasn't even reached his apex of where he really can go, which is scary. Connor Joe has been putting up stupid numbers. He's in Colorado, so it's not surprising. You know, J-Rod, he's decent. You yeah. know, he, he's another one, high-ceiling yeah. kind of guy. But Yeah, he, he had the slow start, and then oh, he's yeah. just he's just kicked it on in the last mm-hmm. month and a half or so. And I think it's really shocking that he's leading the league in stolen bases. I don't think a lot of people saw him – being the, uh, in, in stolen bases, 16 steals so far, uh, huge for his team. But he also has mm-hmm. Mookie Betts. Uh, yeah, and, he's playing at an MVP level too. <laughs> yeah, and of I course we saw him. We saw him last night as well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, playing out of his mind. And that was a, the pretty interesting thing last night in the Mookie Betts at bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we're kind of talking about him, that Buck Showalter had David <laughs> Peterson pitching. He Betts had had a bases clearing. Double? I don't think he got to yes. third base. Yeah, mm-hmm. bases clearing double. And in the next time up, David Peterson was already at like 90-something pitches. He threw one pitch to Mookie Betts, <laughs> and it was a rocket foul ball. And He's Buck said, it. Buck said, timeout. And after one pitch, he went out there and he took Peterson out of the game. And I'm like, I, I kind of nudged my wife, and I was like, this doesn't happen. Like, no. this is really um, – unless it's an injury. That's the only time we see it happen. Mm-hmm. But Mookie Betts having a great year. And, of course – for James here, when you have Paul Goldschmidt, who's oh, yeah. having, you know, the year he is. And I mean, th- he basically has the two top NL MVP candidates mm-hmm. on the same roster. Uh, a couple of underperforming guys, you know, he, he's trying to hold on to Yelich. Uh, Escobar's kind of being a down year. Votto mm-hmm. sh- injuries and struggles. 
but the pitching. Uh, what do we think? What do we? What do we think of the pitching here? He's got a lot of pitching depth, so he can really play those matchups. I, honestly, I it's solid all the way yeah. through. You know, Carrasco, we see him pitch. You know, every five days, Nestor Cortez is pitching out of his mind. That's the see. I hate to say it, Yankee fans, but that's the AC team right now. I, I know Gary Cole's, but Nestor Cortez, the way he's pitching, you got to give him respect. You know, Max Fried, I've always liked. You know, Keegan Thompson's another one that he high potential. And I like the way he goes after hitters. You know, it's Daniel Bard. Honestly, I'm shocked at him. I'm <laughs> shocked he's got. Like, I'm shocked he's got a two and a half ERA so far. Yeah, I, this is that's this is Daniel Bard from what 2000 what 11 to 12. Yeah, I mean he he's the one who had the had to overcome all the yips, and mm-hmm. he's come back to be a solid reliever even at age 36. He still throws hard. 27 mm-hmm. strikeouts and 21 innings, uh, a home run per nine under. 0.9, which in Coors Field is kind of amazing. Uh, and of course, that Colorado bullpen's always, you know, kind of toss up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he's got a solid relief core, both oh, in absolutely. terms of, of uh, saves and holds. Uh, he has Drew Smith, who has already 12 holds on the year. This isn't a saves plus holds, this is a saves yeah. and holds because over here at the Baseball Life League, we're just a little crazy doing an 11 by 11 <laughs> bi weekly head-to-head matchup. I mean, you know, like, what even is this league? It's it's our home league. It's our fun league. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't rag on it because I won it last year. So, you know, yeah, it, it, I, I, it's a very hard league to win. That's that's what I'll say. There's a lot of great minds in here. And, of course, he's got Kevin Gossman, Kyle Gibson, Jordan Montgomery, and then, of course, the two vet, older veterans that are struggling immensely, Charlie Morton and Marcus Stroman. Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the one that's built the, the one that's built differently. Gotcha. Oh, I yeah. Him now. Okay. So so Jacob, I have a question for you. Between mm-hmm. these two, you know, veterans, Charlie Morton and Marcus Stroman, if you had to pick one to bounce back, both are currently have ERAs over five. Okay. Which one are you picking, and where do you think they kind of end up at the end of the year? If I had to pick one, I'm gonna go with Stroman. Reasonable. Usually- reasonable. Yeah, because he goes usually at the end of the season, he picks it. Well, if he struggles in the beginning, he really picks it up at the end. That's usually been his MO. That's why he, he's always been that, you know, 13 and 10 guy, 12 and yeah. 12 guy with the low ERA. Um, especially in, I'll say, in the park he plays in. I think Strowman could do it. I'll, I'll definitely lean towards Strowman. Morton, I'll. I, I think I, I, I always felt like he was kind of defying age like so well especially for a guy who in his younger years was kind of a just an average pitcher then it was in the last five six years that he became all-star caliber and uh out of nowhere i i was reading an article the other day where you know his curveball that that's that's the pitch he's always been known for since Mm -hmm. he remade his career and he's just not getting the same results on it and that has to be a, a tough thing, especially at such an advanced age. Morton's mm-hmm. already 38. Uh, and now his curveball has, is getting hit like it's never been hit before. <laughs> He's getting results, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're batting 299 against it. In the last uh, four years, they had never batted higher than. So, yeah, the, the last few years 127 in 2021, 228 2020. 151 in 2019 and 135 in 18, 114 in 17. 
And then this year they're batting 300 against the pitch. Yeah. What, what do you, what, what do you even do at that point? I, it's like one of those, <laughs> like yeah. it, it, and it's roughly the same pitch in terms of, you know, the spin rate, the whiff rate, uh, the, the it's, I don't know. I feel like he maybe could write the ship here. I'm not sure how well Stroman ends out the season. I, I think it's going to be one of those situations. Stroman once again, kind of pushes himself off of a team. Yep. Uh, I, I think this is immediately going to be like halfway through the year. He wants to be traded and it is a reasonable contract to trade because really at, at this point, you know, it was only a three seventy five deal or three years, 75 million. So really Chicago could eat some of this year's money and a team gets them for two, two more years. Uh, but yeah, I, you pick Stroman. I would probably bet Stroman, but if Morton can just get that curveball to click, I mean, I, I don't see what's keeping him from being the pitcher he was the last, you know, five years. And so, oh, here, yeah. So here we go back to the standings. We've gotten both first place teams, uh, you and James. So now we're going to go with. Leon's team oh smoking aces. Let's go ahead and get him in a tag. Uh, okay. Facebook doesn't want to let me tag him in the chat, but we <laughs> will go ahead and talk about his team. I will give I you the floor. Um, so solid little team, a couple mm-hmm. of underperforming guys, <laughs> oh, yeah. but uh I, I believe is pitching. Yeah, the, the pitching is pretty good uh, so far. But little, yeah, let, let's start it on the offensive end. Uh, of course, he's going to have his Washington National guys being <laughs> the uh, Nats fan he is. You know, hey, everyone has a little bit of a Homer inside of them. Absolutely, and, and it's better than having Homer from The Simpsons inside of you. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's he's got just looking at this one National, two National. Uh, geez. Okay, only uh, oh Cesar Hernandez. There you go. Three, uh, four, five. He lost his mom, Patrick Corbin. I'm sorry. I got him in our other league, and every time I see him, just that I get that little notification that he's pitching. I just nope. Put my head down and pray. (laughs) Well, you see, that was the thing. Was he Patrick Corbin had a you know kind of a solid spring training, and I was like, I I remember I tried to trade get him off of you, and I was like, I don't want to give up too much. But I was like, no, I'm glad I didn't. Patrick Corbin, seven plus ERA. But offensively, uh, who do you really like in this lineup? Of course, he's got Cesar and Alfaro on the bench. Alfaro kind of having a nice little year as a part-time player. I don't want to hear that. I I mean, I I don't like Alfaro, but he's having like a, a solid little year. I know it pisses me off because I had him last year. Like, oh, yeah, Alfaro, and he couldn't, he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. He, he couldn't, he couldn't. I mean, I'm thinking he's gonna steal like ten bases because you know he can still run well for a catcher. I'm thinking he's gonna get some slick stolen bases. You know, bat two forty at least. Give me some pop. He didn't give me a damn thing. He kissed my ass. <laughs> yeah. So, so well, last year in 2021, he did bat two forty. He gave you eight stolen bases. That's a lot for a catcher. I- but uh, a sub 300 on base, oh. which this league counts on base. Yes. <laughs> um, and he struck out 99 times. And of course, this league, we also track walks and strikeouts. So, yeah, struck out a lot. Uh, but this year, 262 on base over 300. There you go. Already have a stolen base on the year. Not a couple of, a couple of RBIs. But I, I think oh. right now, 
who's carrying his team? I mean, Josh Bell having a great Man. first half. <laughs> Uh, or you know, really not even first half, it's just season so far. Kind JD of shocked Martinez. he only has five home runs. JD Martinez also off to a solid start. Um, I'm surprised that he's in such a, a good position right now mm-hmm. with guys like Marcus Simeon. And really, I mean, Byron Buxton has hit a lot of home runs, but you know, look, look, look at the average 216 on base, 295 <sighs> with already 44 strikeouts. Is this the Byron Buxton of 2016 again? I mean, <laughs> he just got that contract. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bag secured. The bag secured. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yep, all right." But and then he's got you know Nick Castellanos. But really, I mean, there's not a whole lot of power in this lineup. Uh, and it, I mean, Tyler O'Neill. That's, that's another. That's another guy that was one of his keepers from last year, mm. and currently on the IL. But when he went, I mean, he was completely lost. I don't know what the hell happened. He was solid, man. It it was a lot of – Felipe and I talked about it, was uh, he had, you know, a great year last year. And, you know, he was always – I mean, he's built like a brick shit house. And But batting – last year, you know, he batted 286. Before then, he had never batted higher than 260. The strikeouts never went away last year. And that was one mm -hmm. thing that we talked about leading up to this year was, like, Tyler O'Neill was a guy that I did not want to draft because Uh the the results came last year. But the process really didn't seem like it had changed all that much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Tyler O'Neill now on the IL, but still only 26 years old. Maybe we'll see what he does with him. Could be a uh, – maybe he – James – or not James. Maybe Leon doesn't even keep Tyler O'Neill next year. But we'll go to the pitching. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you really like on this pitching staff? Uh, Shane Bieber was his lone key – well, Shane Bieber and Max Scherzer were his keepers, of course. Max Scherzer on the IL now. But it's an interesting starting rotation. Uh, he's got a good amount of depth. Yeah, it's, he's got some good depth as well. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say I like Scoogle. Uh, honestly, yeah. I like obviously Bieber. I'm not going to pick the obvious choice. Bieber, okay, he's the reason he's the top of that rotation kind yeah. of guy. But I like Scooble. I, I really do. I think that kid is, has the goods if he just, you know, keeps the consistent. I think he'll be really good. Yeah, definitely. And he's a guy that with, you know, kind of this pitching staff, like Shane Bieber is a guy that I was fading and I'm kind of, you know, he's been good this year. Uh, mm. Granted, he hasn't really faced all that many great lineups, especially mm. in the last four or five starts. They've come against Minnesota, Detroit, Detroit, and Baltimore where he's really kind of racked up the innings and strikeouts. But uh, when he when he faced Toronto, uh, seven earned runs. Uh, when he faced the Angels, that was seven hits, three earned runs. Still a quality start, but uh, Shane, uh, Shane Bieber, I'm still – Jerry's out. Nate Evaldi's off to a, a solid little start. Patrick Sandoval, uh, mm-hmm. like you said, Tariq Skubal. And as well as like Sean Manaya and Syndergaard, these guys that are just going out there and they're, they're not going to strike out the world. They're not going to win the Cy Young. But, you know – they're, you could do way worse. You yeah, could be absolutely. you could be starting Patrick Corbin every week. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but of course, you know when uh, Leon gets Max Scherzer back, this could be a, a pretty formidable team. Oh, yeah. uh, maybe make a couple of additions via subtraction and uh, and call it a day. Now let's go. And before we do the standings, let's just look at the top players in our format so far, mm. uh, the all, 
If, if you had a guess, who's the number one pitcher and the number one hitter in the league so far? Number one pitcher. Huh. In, in, in this format, you know, with the stats we have. Ooh. Uh, oh, crap. Hold on. Give me a second. It's a West Coast team. I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's a West Coast team. Logan Gilbert? No, he's he's not that high. It's Joe Musgrove. I, oh, I feel like who is having? He, I mean, he he's an early season Cy Young candidate. Luckily, okay. the Mets miss him on this West Coast trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I feel like he's having like the quietest great year ever. Uh, everyone isn't really talking about him, and he's just going out there and shoving. I mean, look at the start history here. Recently, his most recent start against Milwaukee, he had I think it was the the perfect game or no hitter going. Uh, he went eight innings, struck out six. He's not really striking out too many guys. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a little under a strikeout per inning, but really avoiding the walks. They're batting hitters are batting under 200 against them. And then, of course, the number one hitter uh, belongs to yours truly. And that's Jose, Jose, I was just, Jose, I was say Jose Ramirez, Jose, Jose Ramirez who <laughs> is just on another planet right now. He has 53 RBIs. And 15 strikeouts to 30 walks. He, he's walked twice as many times as he struck out. He has 53 RBIs, 14 home runs, seven stolen bases. This is a guy that, oh, oh my gosh, he, oh, he, he's unbelievable. And, and I, I kind of I commend him, and especially him who just signed that contract. And a lot of people gave him grief over it, like, oh, you could have gotten mm-hmm. so much more money. And mm-hmm. this is a guy, he got his money. And look at him. Nothing's changed. He's just going out there, and it's business as usual. Of this list of the top 12 players so far, all Mm. but one of them are pitchers. Which one of these pitchers uh, surprises you the most? Uh, For those that aren't or will be only listening, the pitchers are Musgrove, Alcantara, McClanahan, Manoa, Cole, uh, Freed, Gaussman, Burns, Verlander, Wright, and Nestor Cortez Jr., which which uh, of these would you not have expected at the beginning of the year? Uh, let's be let's be real. Nesta Cortez. Who the Nestor, hell saw yeah. that? <laughs> there's there's I mean, no way. Yeah, I, I think I would honestly have been more surprised with uh, Kyle Wright. I, I, I'm very intrigued by what Kyle Wright has done. He always had the prospect pedigree, yeah. yes. but every other year he'd been really just poor. I mean, in very very poor. Like throw the chips on the peanut butter sandwich. Poor. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, Nestor Cortez was, like, <laughs> solid last year. But look at Kyle Wright. You know, let, let's look at his stats. You know, the, the ERA in 2018, 450, 2019, 8.69. Well, last, uh, yeah, in, yeah. in the last, last year, he had an ERA over nine. You know, I mean, granted, it was only in six innings. Yeah, he but I mean, I, I, I thought he was just going to be one of those guys. Uh, another one of the arms Atlanta brings up that just is kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, guys like um, – Freed and Anderson have kind of tempered those, you know, stereotypes about mm-hmm. the Atlanta pitchers. But even Anderson, that, that's why I, I think Atlanta's kind of struggling so far is their rotation is good. They're just so young. Yep. And, they, and they haven't really been there, done that. They, they've made it to the playoffs. A couple of them have. But it's like mm-hmm. this is only their, their second 30 years in the league. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're still trying to learn. And, of course, let's let's just look at the overall hitters. Um, I mean, and just the uh, a who's who. I don't think there's one name no. shown here that is surprising. 
Let, mm-hmm. Let's try and scroll down and find CJ Crone uh, being a, a higher rated player right now than just, just ever so slightly than Jordan Alvarez and Juan Soto. That's not surprising, though. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's a, a flat out hitter and him and yeah. Coors. Uh, hey, look at that. Brandon Ooh. Nimmo and Mike yeah, Trout being outfielder. right next to each other. There we go. Yeah, Brandon Nimmo outfielder. is there. Fourth outfielder. So <laughs> that makes me want to know who the guys are behind them that Nimmo is rated higher than Ooh. so far. Guys like Anthony Rizzo, Ian Happ, Josh Bell, Yurix and Profar. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I mean, Profar slow. He's 29 years old. Um, what what is he doing here? Like the uh, the walks and strikeouts. Oh, okay, so 27 walks, yeah. 38 strikeouts, four stolen bases. Just just a little bit of everything, I guess. Even though the average and on base aren't that high, mm-hmm. the the walks and strikeouts are helping him. Aaron hey, Arenado. Aaron Aaron Profar is a better player than Nolan Arenado. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> Somebody, what, Melvin, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> of course we kid but arenado has come down a little right. bit down from you know his yeah in, in april look at the ops over 1100 and in may that batting average dropped down below 200 640 ops but so far early on in june the batting average back over 360 again so who even knows maybe he's just going to be an on again off again type hitter uh, so now we've looked at kind of some of the, the top players so far, some of the surprising ones. Uh, Connor Joe, Connor Joe, and Wander yep. Franco being dra- you know rated very similarly. And I don't think many people would have had that uh, just a few months ago. Uh, we'll get back to the standings and look at a couple more teams. Ah, Felipe is up next. <laughs> so the reigning second place, uh, oh, cha- yeah, the, the reigning second place person. And our other co-host, our main usual host, uh, his team, he has all of the young talent Mm. and he is, he came into this year. He won second place last year. His bats fell silent in the finals. Uh, Soto and Vladdy just kind of fell off in the last week, which was perfect for me. I'll take it. But (laughs) this is like an extremely talented lineup. I, I, I won't even front. I mean, it's Vladdy, Devers. Bobby Witt, Luis Robert, who I traded to him for Jared Kalenic last year. And mm-hmm. yeah, it might be time for me to just take the L on that one. Um, and Juan Soto. I mean, that's like he has the three best young hitters. I mean, in baseball, uh, Vladdy, Devers and Soto. And like guys having guys like Robert and he's he hasn't given up on Glaber Torres and I guess all power to him for that. A solid catcher situation with Wilson Contreras and MJ Melendez. Mm-hmm. Um, nice little bench. He picked up Donaldson, oh, yeah. who I dropped. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I yeah. Like Garrett it, Cooper. That's yeah. Yeah. Garrett him. Cooper having a, a great year that nobody's mm-hmm. really talking about because he only has the three home runs. But mm-hmm. you have to think in that ballpark, it's a little power, you know, suppressive, mm-hmm. especially with a dead ball. Oh, but, yeah. uh, yeah, he's bad, a great yeah, hitter yeah, he, yeah, he's just always been a good hitter. It's always been a health thing for mm-hmm. him. And so far, he's already played in 48 of their games. So that's more than he did in 2020 and over halfway to what he played last year. Uh, now we will go to his pitching and the pitching for him is an interesting yeah. situation. He has some good pitchers and he's also streaming some guys. <laughs> 
that are kind of, you know, pitching a little bit better than anyone would have expected them, like Jose Quintana and Clay Holmes. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Clay Holmes right now, that 0.34 ERA is just silly. And it, it comes with like an 82% ground ball rate. It's, mm-hmm. it's wild, but solid pitching. He he does have Joe Musgrove, so he is the number one pitcher. Um, not starting right now because he started on, I believe, Thursday. But Drew Rasmussen, Framber Valdez, Lucas Giolito, who is having a good year, but it kind of seems like he's not because it's not, you know, the year he had when he was a Cy Young, which I always think is such an unfair thing for pitchers. You know, they they have a year where they're like one of the best in baseball and everyone's like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. And then they're they 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 do the same thing. And it's like, oh, they're not as good because they didn't get better. (laughs) Like what? But uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> of the of, of these pitchers, and of course, he has Joe Ryan and Chris Sale on the IL. Which of these pitchers do you like, um, or do you think that will get better, get worse? Uh, what's one name you want to talk about? Uh, let's go with. I'll give Kluber some credit. Wait, wait, which one? No, I said I, I'll leave Kluber alone because that's, oh. that's when I zoned in on when I saw that. I'm going to say Jose Quintana. Oh, do you He's think? Do, yeah, do you think Quintana gets traded? Yeah, it's Pittsburgh. Let's be honest. <laughs> Somebody with value, Pittsburgh. Oh, they're getting traded. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you see, that was a, a funny thing with Quintana last year. He pitched in limited time with the Giants, and the ERA was like terrible. Um. Actually, I think it was two teams. It was the Giants and maybe the Pirates as well. He had a, a six ERA, but in his uh, 60-something innings, he posted a career-high you know, K per nine and K percentage, which has never really been his game. He was always the pitch-to-contact guy. And, of yep. course, this year um, the, the strikeouts are back down, so are the walks, uh, but he's not giving up any home runs, which dead ball, and he was always a pitch-to-contact ground ball guy. Mm-hmm. And he's got a – a two, three ERA granted baseball spots expected ERA has him at about a four and a half. Uh, his FIP though, three, one, seven. I mean, that that's not bad. you know, he's just kind of, if you don't walk that many guys and you don't give up home runs, that's a, it's a pretty good key to you know, a key to success for Jose Quintana. Uh, I, I think Drew Rasmussen will be a guy that could be really big for Felipe uh, mm-hmm. Coming off a quality start yesterday, he has strikeout stuff, but every now and then the strikeouts just don't come and he gets a crazy yep. amount of ground balls. Um, so he's a guy that can kind of go both ways in terms of, hey, this lineup isn't going to strike out a bunch, but I can get weak contact from him. And then he goes up against the lineup that will strike out a bunch and he uses his stuff that way. So that's Felipe. Felipe's team, who is in fourth place at nine and seven, tied with Leon and our next guy, Mike Harvey, our resident Cardinals fan. He is also nine and seven. Solid little lineup here could pro- mm-hmm. is kind of probably struggling from down years of from guys like Ozzy Albies. Uh, Kyle Schwarber is hitting for a lot of power, but the the average on base <laughs> not else. really there. Yeah, that not really there. Um, Mike Yastrzemski is probably one of his better players to go along with Trey Turner and Nolan Arenado and CJ Crone. So this is actually, it might not have the, the big star power aside from mm-hmm. Trey Turner and Nolan Arenado performing for him, but guys like Mike Yastrzemski, Manuel Margot's had a great offensive year. Um, 
that nobody's really paid attention to, mm-hmm. as well as CJ Crone really helping him out. Meanwhile, former fantasy, you know, stalwarts, Whit Merrifield, Nelson Cruz <laughs> kind of remain on his bench. He doesn't really have a, a good place to play either of those guys. Uh, of this offensive team, what's one guy you want to single out? Uh, let's go with my guy, Trey Turner, man. Like that dude is a franchise corner piece in every franchise, fantasy franchise, whatever you want to call it. The dude, he just does everything on the field. Well, yeah. I mean, on except, except last night when he went 0 for, 0 for well, 4 or 3 strikeouts. That's okay. That's and, and okay. That, well, that, did you not notice that yesterday – Trey Turner's 26-game hit streak ended, and Paul Goldschmidt's 25-game hit streak ended on the same day. Huh. How can, you, how can you not be romantic about baseball? <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> baseball, I swear to God. There are the gods of baseball, and they really like to mess with us. Oh, yeah, we're Mets fans. We know. Oh, <laughs> we, we know. <laughs> like, if, if the baseball guys didn't mess with us, they've messed with us our whole lives. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And with the the lineup that he has uh, behind him, uh, and I want to say this year he's only scored 25 runs. I think he's been batting mainly behind Mookie Betts. Yep. So this might be a year where Trey Turner, yeah, already has 42 RBIs. His career high in RBIs was 77, and that was uh, last year split between Washington and L.A. So uh, Trey Turner definitely – could be one of the main RBI players, uh, even if he doesn't get all the runs, which I think the runs will start to come more as Freddie Freeman kind of gets into more of a rhythm. Freddie's still hitting. He's just not hitting for power as of yet. But Trey Turner could definitely be a guy. Uh, don't think he gets to the 100 runs this year with only 25 so far, mm-hmm. but 100-plus RBIs and maybe 80 runs is definitely foreseeable. And he has the 10 stolen bases. I, I project him for about 30 yeah, rest of the year. That's a 30. Yeah. And of course he's got some young talent as well. Nolan Gorman. Uh, he has in his lineup as well. I like Austin Hayes. Yeah. Austin Hayes. Really Granted, like I, I, I'm a little worried about the power with that giant ugly ass wall in left field. <laughs> um, what the hell were they thinking anyway? <laughs> oh, the, the pitching. So this is where, uh, Mike Harvey is kind of getting his bread buttered. Garrett Cole, Logan Gilbert, Joyce George. Yeah, he, he's got all the Seattle pitchers. Kirby, uh, Wainwright. Have does Wainwright? They say he's going to retire. They say he's going to retire with with Yachty and Albert. But dude, if 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 I if I was Wainwright and I, I come off two straight seasons of where is it here? Okay, so he didn't have a a two ERA last year. He had a three point oh five. But it's like, look at the last three years. Like, why would you retire? Like, you're doing better than you ever have. <laughs> Go out on top, man. Yeah, I, I mean, that is true. That's uh, Buster Posey showed us that. David Ortiz showed us that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and then we go to his bench, you know, uh, the solid, just the guy starting for him this weekend. T- Taylor Rogers is a guy that I am extremely upset at for no reason, but <laughs> I missed the ball on him. I, it, I guess it was the late trade to San Diego, but mm-hmm. it was like, even when he was in Minnesota, I was kind of like, yeah, Minnesota is probably going to be good, but I don't think he's going to be the, the, the guy in the bullpen because Rocco mm-hmm. Benelli has been using a committee. He, he, he has 17 saves and I, I have zero shares of him in any league. I had him all over the, all over the place last year. I, I had him on multiple teams. And then this year, 
no teams, and now he's leading the league in saves. <laughs> well, let's talk. Well, we got to talk about Devin Smeltzer, though. I mean, he changed his arm slot, and he just man, he. I, I don't know. I just don't know what the hell. I've seen him pitch a few times from last year, and then this year, said so change the arm slot, throwing two pitches, and he knows exactly yeah. where to place them, and he seems unhittable sometimes, and that. Minnesota, and they always finding these lefties. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I I did fib a little bit. He is one save behind Josh Hader. Um, <laughs> so yeah, whatever. Still, he's second in the league in saves, and I just it went it went right over my head. And even when he was traded to San Diego, I didn't like go off like, oh my god, he's gonna get all the saves now. I was like, whatever. He's gonna be the lefty in the bullpen, like what, <laughs> what San Diego did with Drew Pomeranz when they traded for him and then mm-hmm. su- extended him. But no, Taylor Rogers, huge fantasy success so far this year. Uh, and then he's got Marco Gonzalez, who after a very bad start, I'm shocked to see that ERA back down to about three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, his, yeah, uh, yeah, he had an ERA of nine and four <laughs> starts in April and uh, six starts during May brought it down to 3.68. So mm-hmm. Marco Gonzalez, the, the tried and true lefty, up there in the Pacific Northwest, not going to strike out a lot of guys. Um, the whip is a little bit high, but that ERA is kind of steadying for um, Mike Harvey's team here, as well as like when you pair him up with a guy like you Darvish, who does strike out a lot of guys. Um, but even you uh, Darvish this year, only 48 strikeouts in 60 innings did not realize that strikeouts are down for Darvish as well Two kind of aging veterans that don't strike guys out, but Hey, you know, He's got four wins. Gonzalez has got three wins. You know, they're making it work. Uh, oh, yeah. Next team standings. Ah, uh, we, we, we got my team. We'll, we'll, we'll be very brief on my team. <laughs> uh, you just tell me, you know, here we go. Here's the lineup. Uh, I got both Toronto catchers. I, I figured whatever. Uh, Kirk batting 310. That's awesome. Danny Jansen already has seven home runs and only 52 played or 52 at bats. Uh, yeah, yeah, Louis, Louis G. I had to go, I put in there. I had to put in there. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm telling you, but like every other matchup, my team is batting like 190. I, I don't know how it was. And I put him in there and we've won like two in a row now. Um, but yeah, Louis G, we got in there along with uh, where is this? Jose oh Iglesias? God. Jose Iglesias batting. You know, pretty high average. Brendan Donovan Brendan picked Donovan, him up. I love. I yeah. I had him in my side. I had him. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll pick. God, I mean, God, he, he's just he's just Tommy Edmund 2.0. I that mean, is, he, he, he comes up and he like. is some the, the random white middle infielder that nobody's heard of that St. Louis calls up <laughs> and <laughs> saves the season. And he's now eligible Edmund. at first base, second base, third base, shortstop, right field. And he's about to become eligible, I think, in left field for teams mm-hmm. that don't just do outfield because six games at first, six at second, nine at third, seven at short, one in left, nine in right. Like, this is insane. And he was really just a second baseman in the minors. He barely, he played, he played some outfield. It was second base shortstop in like 10 games in the outfield. And he comes up and, Oh, here's every glove you're going to need. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Kyle Tucker has been kind of the disappointing one for me, but he's still on like a 25, 25, 30, 30 pace with the Mm -hmm. nine home runs, nine stolen bases. Otani, of course I, I flip back and forth. Um, cause this is a semi-weekly. So Monday through Thursday, Friday through Sunday, um, when he's pitching, 
I'll, I'll put him in. Sometimes I miss some of his good offensive games. Uh, the lineup, I, I refuse to drop Jared Kalenic. <laughs> because if I drop Jared Kalenic, Felipe wins. Because then, because then immediately Felipe would go and pick him up and stash him on his bench. And he'd be like, look, I got Luis Robert for free. Oh, uh, and, and then the pitching, uh, my pitching has been, I don't know how my pitching has been. No, I mean, solid, like Alec Man- Green, but yeah, I mean, but it's like even then he has 64 strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird, um, it's not as good as the one I had last year. It's no. definitely not, you know, getting Robbie Ray on the very last pick of my draft last year was like a possible league winning move. And I just had a lot of guys, Zach Eflin, I had on last year's team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alec Manoa is definitely the ace of my staff so far. Michael Kopech, not striking out the amount of guys I would expect. He's under mm-hmm. a strikeout per inning. Um, as is Manoa. Is he really? Do, are all these guys strikeouts really as far down as I thought? But um, unless you're Dylan Cease, then you have 81 strikeouts and 58 innings. <laughs> but you also have 30 walks. Um, I mean, he's had two starts. He had one yesterday. Mm-hmm. He walked seven guys, only gave up one hit, five strikeouts, seven walks. That's just um, and then he had he had a, a, a four walk. Like he's had multiple games where he has more walks than hits allowed. Yeah, back to back starts That's of crazy. doing that. Um, but it's just such an unhittable guy that really they just if they don't swing, then they're good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely relying on some young pitchers in this lineup here. Uh, Ronzi Contreras, uh, Aaron Ashby, Edward Cabrera came up and was just doing ungodly things with the baseball <laughs> in Colorado, throwing 96 mile an hour changeups. Uh, but yeah, it's a young team. Graham Ashcraft has made a nice little debut. Uh, I, I've punted holds. Uh, I have Iglesias and Jansen, but it's one of those. I don't know uh, of the offense. I, I feel like it's a competing offense. Of course, we made the big trade mm. for Bichette, but uh, if, if there was one spot in this offense where I could improve. Where do you think it is? You, I would say, well, I would say catcher, but I mean, you pretty much got it locked down with both of their catchers. So yeah. either way, you should be fine with that one. Yeah. And I did I have, I, say, I did have Nor- Norvias, but he's on the COVID IL right now. Uh, outfield. I guess outfield. That, that's the number one thing. You're not Alvarez. He's good, but your other two spots, Miles Straw, he's really. I thought he would be better than what he is this he, year. He had a great first month, and I was so excited. And it's really – it's it's slowed down. Um, yeah, let's look. He had the 767 OPS mm-hmm. in April, which isn't crazy by any means, but when you consider what the league average OPS was in April, it was like in the mid-600s. Mm-hmm. Um, he was batting 290. He was walking a bunch. And he's still walking a bunch, but he's he's not hitting. In May, he had more walks than strikeouts, but he batted 178. Um, and so far uh, this month, only batting 222. So really hoping for more out of Miles Straw, or else I, I might have to just I might have to bench him. But I, it's one of those who do you who, who do you put in like out of my lineup? I guess I I could put Quan in, but he doesn't. He, he, yeah, he he doesn't play against lefties, so you're losing a good amount of abs there. Um, but yeah, I'm really just, I I've added and subtracted basically so many of these starters on the waiver <laughs> wire. Blackburn was an addition. Contreras was an addition. Eflin was an addition. 
Ashcraft, uh, Green was dropped. Yeah, I picked up Green. He was somebody else's keeper. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just really trying to stream the, the starters. But uh, hopefully we just get – I, I just want a winning streak. I, I don't think I've had, like, one <laughs> winning streak all year. Uh, here we go. We're going to – we got about 15 minutes left. We'll try and get through these teams. This is – the king of the life groups, as his name suggests, King Putti, uh, Henry Maldonado. Uh, he's been waiting on Adley Rutschman for so long. He's been his minor league keeper, I think, since the very first year we switched to fan tracks. Um, not the start that he wants, but hey, young catcher. We'll give him some time to adjust. We're not going to overreact here. But the rest of the lineup uh, leaves so, a little bit to be desired. It's a lot of all or nothing hitters. Yeah, I mean, Baez, Hoskins, Baez, at least Hoskins walks a good bit, but there's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup. Um, his, his best hitter is probably, you know, Lindor right now with the, the 45 RBIs. Um, Austin Riley batting 270, but hitting kind of a bit of a skid here. Um, he's at the 31 RBIs, 14 home runs. Uh, really not a whole lot of power in this lineup. Uh Carlos Correa being on the aisle hurts. Yeah, uh, definitely. He, he's got Springer. I wonder if Springer was dealing with something. That's why he's got him on the bench. Yeah, he didn't appear in two games due to illness, non-COVID. Cedric Mullins, he kept from last year, um, but not having the same type of season he did um, in 2021. So, yeah, lots of things that could be going better. This is a, a high upside team, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Um and he's sitting, you know, right at 500 with me. So I, I can't really say too much. The pitching, um, I'm surprised he's he has so many good pitchers, but they're having terrible years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty, Tyler Molly has kind of turned it around a little bit, but ERA over five. Justin Steele, ERA over five. Zach Grinky, and now on the aisle, ERA over five. Trevor Rogers, who was like, I I picked him in a lot of places this year, and ERA over five. Blake Snell, Snell, ERA yeah. right like, at five, the, four, like, four, eight. What the hell happened? I, I'm honestly kind of shocked that uh, Henry is eight and eight right now. It could just be some of the randomness of uh, having the guys have good starts at the same time. Uh, he's got a lot of injur- injuries, you know, Flaherty and Ryu on the mm-hmm. IL, but even Ryu, ERA over five before he went on the IL. So Henry's kind of skating by on the pitching. The offense could really explode and carry him. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had to pick one of these starters to rebound, who are you picking? Uh, do, 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 do. I would go with. Ooh. Got Maley, Rogers, Snell. I would say Snell. Snell. I can't see him going the whole season pitching like that. I, I just can't. I mean, it's it's only been three starts and. The, the last two weren't even, you know, terrible. Um, the last two starts, mm-hmm. he's gone five and a third, three earned runs, seven strikeouts. Last start, six innings, two earned runs, six strikeouts. Mm-hmm. So it's, they're, you know, they're gradually probably trying to build him back up. Uh, yeah. I, I did notice that the fastball velocity was pretty much the same as it was pre-injury. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I would probably pick Blake Snell as well. And offensively, I mean, he just needs these guys to, play to their career levels i mean they don't have to do anything crazy if this lineup does what they've done for their careers 
Um, they're great. I also, I didn't want to overlook here because we didn't mention them. He has Andrew Vaughn, Andrew Vaughn having a great year mm-hmm. and just kind of great. Tony Larissa seems to ignore that he's having a good year and bats him in the lower <laughs> third. Luis Robert's batting fifth against righties and they're like batting Lurie Garcia lead off against righties. And I'm like, what the hell? Like uh, Tony Larissa and I, I, I. He's a weirdo. Yeah, that's 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 the word for it. Okay, now we're gonna get to Mario Margola. Uh, all of the rest of the teams from here on out. Hate to let you know, but you guys are sub five hundred, and you should feel bad. <laughs> um, but here we go uh, with Mario's team. We got. Let's see. Not very much in terms of the offense, aside from Aaron Judge. Uh, having a career year and Mike Trout, uh, but everything else kind of um, right here. There you go. You, you with you there, Jacob? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, this is uh, Mario's team. He's got two of the best hitters in baseball, even though one of them's hit a little bit of a skid, Mike Trout. He's got Judge and Trout, and um, – not much aside from that. Tim Anderson, he did have, but Tim Anderson's now hurt. Uh, Mario probably needs to update his lineups um, <laughs> that he probably hasn't done in a, a, a minute. He also had Seiya Suzuki, who I didn't even know was on the aisle. Um, Me hit in the batting cages. Oof. Huh. That That's unfortunate. That That's a Mets huh. injury right there. That That yeah, is a Mets injury. Much. That's a Mets oh, injury. Yeah. Oh, but the, the pitching staff, that's... If Mario could just get his hitters in shape, his pitchers would be nasty. Oh my goodness. Zach Gallon having, you know, an outstanding year. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie Gore Lighting putting up his and histo- putting up historic numbers after being in prospect purgatory for forever. <laughs> McClanahan, Arias. And Arias isn't even having like his best year. Yeah. Like the Arias is his fourth best pitcher, and that's incredible to think about. Um He's got wow. John Gray. Jesus Lazardo was pitching very solid before he went on the shelf. And then Aaron Nola, Clayton Kershaw was pitching well. Uh, great pitching here. Um, Denelson Lamets in the minors, Mario. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, and he has Spencer Strider, who has recently been promoted to mm-hmm. the rotation. Um, yeah, his, his offense, I feel like a lot of guys not he, – he had Mondesi that – and him being hurt, Bryant's hurt. If you were Mario, would you trade one of these like young guys, like maybe your Urias or Gallon, for some offensive help? And if I so, would, like, w- what position would you target with his lineup the way it is? Oh, I, I feel I like he's solid to, in the outfield. Yeah, he's solid in the outfield. He's good with that. I would try to move Gallon if anybody. Even though I like Gallon, but yeah. He got a – go back up, right? Yeah, definitely Gallon, and I would try to – Think he needs third, third base. Uh, third base seems really weak. Ca- yeah. I mean, I, I mean, a catcher, like, you know that no matter what, a catcher's going to suck. But it's hard. Yeah. But, yeah, um, like, I do agree with you on that one. It could be third base or something like that. Yeah, somewhere in the in the infield. Uh, yeah, Sheldon. Yeah, yeah, get him. Come on now. Yeah, and he's on the aisle as well. John, uh, Sheldon Noisy is your starting third baseman. Probably ain't gonna cut it. Uh, he does, like I said, he does have Chris Bryant on the roster, but multiple trips to the aisle so far this year due to that bulky back. Mm -hmm. Um, he's gonna need to find a replacement 
sooner rather than later. And now we're going to get to uh, comeback seasoning. Uh, you're welcome for the, because he had been named comeback season. And this is our <laughs> resident chef, Matthew Whelan. And I'm like, you can't be called comeback season. You got to be comeback seasoning since you cook. <laughs> and of course, he's got a nice, solid like little offense. offense. It's not anything flashy. And he's got a couple of guys on aisle that he could stand to get out of the lineup. But William Contreras off to a solid start. He probably has the two best offensive catchers mm-hmm. in baseball right now between Contreras and Stevenson. I really wanted Stevenson back. Um, this year in the draft after having him last year. Mm. Uh, And I didn't get him just like I didn't get Will Smith last year (laughs) um, after I had him the year before too. I mean, it's like these people listen to the show or something like, come on. (laughs) But yeah, Freddie Freeman, uh, Tyro Strada, just being a little slappy hitter, DJ LeMayhew doing his thing, Jorge Polanco, uh, Justin Turner, both of those latter two having down season so far, but we know what they can do in terms of the the run the home runs and the RBIs. Uh, Andrew Benintendi having a career year help, definitely helping him so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's an interesting little offense with some younger guys, older guys. It's a nice blend of of spices in the lineup. <laughs> God, I'm going to hell for these puns. <laughs> uh, no, but no, no. What, what are you thinking about uh, Taylor Ward? He just went on the aisle today. Um, with a hamstring strain, former top prospect. How much are you buying into this season? I mean, he's got an OPS over a thousand. Great, it's only 38 games played. I, I think feel like we got to preference that, you know, 38 oh games. Hey, man, it's, it's nice to see it being a top prospect, actually figuring it out. Because yeah, some guys never get it. I mean, same thing. You can go back to a guy like Jared Kalinick. Yeah, he ever get it? You know, will this be his? trajectory will he just try to get it together take a little while go back down maybe he comes back up and get it but taylor ward i like what he's doing you never know man yeah this all it takes is playing a lot of playing well good amount of playing time and consistent playing time staying on the field yeah I, I definitely agree with that and we'll go to his pitching uh it's actually pretty solid pitching um not the greatest in the depth department but um of course he's gonna have his his angels uh reed detmers uh, Taylor Ward. We also Matt is a Angels fan, so really he's only got a couple of Max Stassi, so he's got a few a few of his hometowners. But mm-hmm. uh, Walker Bueller, not really the Walker Bueller that we've seen no. the last few years, and uh, that was easily you know seeable last <laughs> night uh, when he <laughs> gave up five earned runs on two home runs and only two and a third innings. The the Mets ran him out in two and a third innings, and I was just shocked. Um, he gave up four earned runs against the Pirates in the start before that. Uh, Walker Bueller is looking very hittable. Mm-hmm. Um, the strikeouts are down uh, 52 and 61. Uh, it's <sighs> He's 27 years old. And this is the first time really in his career he struggled, aside from his cup of coffee in 2017. Yeah. I mean, every single season, look at that. Those are all successful major league seasons. Um, I think this is a huge year for Walker Bueller just to see how he reacts. Uh, what are your thoughts on Walker Bueller uh, in terms of what we expect from him going forward? He'll be back. You know, every great pitcher, he'll have that that hiccup or a few hiccups during the season. 
and we'll forget about it, you know, in a few weeks. But yeah, it's, I'm not too worried about him. I think he'll be back to his dominant side, especially with the Mets. They're a pretty hot hitting team. Yeah. As we know. So it's it's not surprising. You know, you get lit up by a few teams. You get lit up by a few teams, but then you face you go on a run of facing, you know, maybe uh Phillies teams that's struggling or the Braves that's struggling. You know, it's yeah. he'll bounce he'll bounce it right back. I'm not worried about him at all. Then he he's got uh, a break breakout starting pitcher Eric Lauer, a lefty for Milwaukee Tristan McKenzie, reigning Cy Young Award winner Robbie Ray, who has an ERA pushing five right now. Um, there's a reason I didn't keep him, guys. Uh, there is a reason I did not keep him. Um, I didn't say what it was. I just didn't keep him. Um, but yeah, Robbie Ray. He had, last year he had like the high like ninety something percent left on base rate. Uh, career low BABIP, a lot of things that just pointed to like, yeah, Robbie Ray can strike out a lot of guys. Uh, he struck out 74 and 65 innings. It's kind of right around, probably a little low for him anyway. Mm-hmm. But the, the solid bullpen here, um, Barlow, Bednar, Gallegos, and Gregory Soto. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think the, the Pirates are going to trade David Bednar this year, I, I think he's one of those guys they don't have to trade because he's under nah. control for another four years. Oh, yeah, no, no, he's not going anywhere. They'll wait until he has about a year or two left before they actually, and if he keeps it up, they'll, they'll move him. But yeah, I like David Bednar. I like, I love Scott Barlow. So. Yeah, uh, D- David Bednar, I, I've been on his train since he was still in San Diego in their minor leagues. Uh, I remember I saw some tweet like in spring training, they're talking about uh, he's hitting like 97. And he's throwing a splitter that is making the major league hitters. This was like in, in a side session uh, before organized games, and I was like, "Ooh, let me star him." And I, I have him. I have him in the thirty team league. But in before, even before that, it was in uh, twenty, yeah, twenty nineteen. He he played for San Diego and he struggled. And I actually had him up and down where I picked him and then I dropped him. Then I picked him and then I dropped him. <laughs> and luckily, he's he's back on the team. Uh, but yeah, Reed Detmers has the no hitter uh, on his young career, but ERA right around four. That entire Angel staff kind of struggling right now. Ranger Suarez, yeah. <laughs> Even when the Angels pitching staff does good things, they're still bad. <laughs> no uh, fails. Yeah, Ranger Suarez was, you know, the guy. He was so great down the stretch last year when they finally put him in the rotation. Um, ERA over 4.7. Uh, I liked Suarez. I thought he was going to be pretty good. I didn't think he was going to be this bad, but I mm. thought he was going to, re- he wasn't going to be a one ERA guy. Like that's mm. just, that doesn't happen. The book gets out on you sooner or later. And I tried telling <laughs> Phillies fans that, but no, they don't want to hear it. He, he's going to be a two and a half ERA pitcher. Like, nah. dude, he, he has like seven starts in his career. Like, give me a break. Nah, he, he profiles better as a reliever, if anything. You see, he, I, I still think he can start, but it, it's just a weird. I, I I don't know really how to describe. It. He's definitely a pitch to contact guy, and he's given up a lot of hits this year. And the I don't know one point five one point five whip and four point seven ERA is not going to get it done in the rotation. So maybe he does need to go back to the bullpen at least to figure it out. But granted, <laughs> who's going to replace him in that Phillies uh, rotation? So yeah. Uh, also, Whelan is due for some reinforcements. Uh, Shane Baz and Jacob DeGrom coming off the IL hopefully soon. Shane Baz is supposed to be starting at AAA uh, t- today, 
I think mm. he's scheduled for a start. Uh, and Jacob DeGrom, of course, just had his first bullpen session. So this pitching line rotation for Whelan could definitely get even better. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we go. Get back to uh, Andrew. Andrew is coming up here. Andrew is at six and ten, and in tenth place. Uh, he's got a lot of the big names that are really just stinking it up, not doing all that well. Um, wow, Anthony Rizzo is down to two fifteen on the year. Ugh. That makes me feel like an absolute genius because Rizzo <laughs> was like the major player in that trade where I, I sent him Rizzo, Torkelson, Seeger, and Trinan, and I got back Bobachet, Kopech, and Kwan. Uh, so, yeah, but Rizzo was, like, on fire at the time when I traded yeah. him. Yeah, like, I, I still traded Corey Seeger. I get that, but um, Rizzo, Rizzo was, yeah, was on fire. Um, but Rizzo down to 215 on the year. Sheesh. How bad was he in May? Ooh, 167 average, a 580 OPS. Yep, that'll – um. but, yeah, Trevor Story – you know, aside from that little streak he had down year again, Alex Bregman down year, Corey Seager down year, Matt yeah. Olson down year, Catel uh, Marte down. Andrew, your your team just needs to be called the down years. Uh, I mean, because this is oh god, that 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 hurts to see because that's like any other year that is like a a championship winning core mm-hmm. of those guys, and they are just not getting it done this year. Torkelson still kind of battling through. Oh, look, Cody Bellinger, another star that's just <laughs> down year again. You know, what three the years hell in a row. Like, <sighs> I want to know what I mean, it's just one of those that just kind of on a on a switch. I mean, that's three. I mean, the, those first three years were just stupid. Oh, oh my god! Uh, but his, his pitching. So he's got Luis Castillo back. Uh, would you want to see the, the Mets trade for Luis Castillo? Because I, I think he's definitely gone. I think him and Maley are both gone sometime this year. Honestly, I would pull the trigger on that deal. You, you got to – I love our pitching, but that might bite us in the ass because you don't know what you're going to – You can never have enough pitching. There you that, go. There you go. Uh, it, number one thing, Scherzer, you got to worry about Jake. I mean, Bassett, he'll get us, he'll get us the innings, but – the way he's been pitching somewhat, it kind of kind of scared the shit out of yeah. me. And I think Castillo <laughs> put, put put Castillo at City Field, and that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, Andrew's team here, though, uh, the pitching, while his offense, he has a lot of big names without the big numbers uh, on the pitching side. He The pitching is, uh, as I guess the, the kids would say, putting in work. Uh, Louis, <laughs> Luis Castillo and his five starts looking solid like he hasn't missed a day. Luis Garcia from Houston, uh, solid just all around. Another one of those guys that they created in a lab. Uh, you mm-hmm. can't prove me otherwise. Merrill Kelly having a little bit of a career year. Um, kind of struggled in the middle, but he was off to that great start. Uh, he's had a couple of uh, solid starts recently, the ERA going back up, though. But this is where uh, Andrew is really winning. He has Pablo Lopez, Sandy Alcantara, Tony Gonsolin, Carlos Rodon. Uh, that's just four great starters, not even counting, you know, the Luis Garcia and Luis Castillo. Um, he's got Michael King, who's been a very solid reliever for New York. Diaz for his saves. Stalmont's kind of gone both ways in terms of saves and holds. 
And then Jeffrey Springs, many people don't know about him. He wasn't the Tampa bullpen, but he's actually been starting. So that's just another starter. And look at this guy's numbers as a starter. It's just kind of silly that they're like, Finish. oh, we, we had this guy in our bullpen. and But, hey, we'll, we'll see how he does as a starter. And it's just like they're all good starts. His ERA has gone down <laughs> nearly half a run after going to the, the rotation. So Jeffrey Springs, uh, unknown starter that you might not have heard about. And he has Blake Trinan hopefully coming back from the IL from the deal we made with him. Uh, if you were Andrew, though, and you were possibly trying to trade one of these big name stars for maybe someone who doesn't have as much of a, a pedigree or track record, uh, which one of these guys would you be looking to trade? Um, hmm. the, between like Olsen, Story, Bregman, Seeger, Rizzo, Marte. Start like uh, Catal Marte, that is. <laughs> Honestly, I would try to move Story. Story. And I, I, I was kind of shocked uh, that he didn't trade him kind of right after that hot streak. Hot. Yep. Yeah, like I, I would have been trying to get rid of him everywhere if I was Andrew. Maybe he still will. But, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy just to see that core of a lineup right there and that he's in second, the third to last place. Uh, but great pitching. Uh, and as long as you have great pitching, any of those hitters or a couple of them can get hot and he could be right back in it. Um, and tied with him in second to last place is good old friend of the show, uh, former champ? No. did he? I'm trying to think if he won the, the first year. Maybe he came in second. Yeah, because uh, Aaron took the first two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's what it was. Um, Jet had the one of the worst drafts I think I'd ever seen, and he ended up in second place. That, that That's what I'm thinking <laughs> of. Like, I mean, it was a terrible draft, and I'm just looking at it like – Terrible. And yeah, terrible. And uh, and uh, he ended up in second place. And I was like, well, I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> but yes, solid little lineup. Not not the best, not the worst. Uh, Yandy Diaz with his league leading 33 walks, 418 on base percentage. Eric Hosmer kind of having a, a renaissance year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the, the guys that could really be pushing him forward, uh, he needs to have Brandon Nemo in his lineup. Excuse you, sir. Excuse you. Um, but yeah, guys that could really be carrying this lineup, guys like Jose Altuve, um, a, uh, Teoscar Hernandez, Jesse Winker, all kind of. I mean, Jesse Winker has a guy who, if you look at the peripheral, should be hitting way better than he is right now. Yep. Um, but, you know, he, he's he got the talent, of course. Uh, that That's why he's kind of screwed right here. Uh, his, his two best offensive players, Rendon and Tatis, on the IL. So can't he's stay like, yeah, can't stay healthy. And if you don't start Brandon Nemo, then you deserve to lose. So um, <laughs> uh, the pitching staff. Wow. Uh, you can almost tell that he is a Milwaukee Brewers fan. Corbin Burns and Adrian Hauser up there, as well as Martin Perez having a uh, another great year. He I saw something where he was Texas's number one prospect back mm. in 2011. Yep. And that he's just now having his best year, you know, um, and I'm facing him in another one of my uh, leagues. And it comes down to Martin Perez's game and Kevin Gossman's game. And Kevin Gossman got off to a terrible start. So I'm trying to check that because I'm worried about it. But anyway, you got Chase Silseth, the, the young guy who's made a couple of starts for L.A. 
the bullpen here. Um, I guess he's just punting saves. Uh, he's Gotta got the guy. He's he's got the guys for holds. You know, uh, Jake McGee could start saving games again. Uh, since Jake McGee's come off the aisle, he's actually looked much more like last year's Jake McGee and not the one that had a ten ERA. Um, <laughs> but Devin Williams twelve holds. Hey, if you're not gonna if you're gonna punt saves, then you better win holds. And he is kind of in that space here. Uh, yeah, he's got a lot. Of, I don't know. The the, oh. start, the starting staff aside from Corbin Burns is kind of. He's got Bassett. He's got Bassett. He's got Bumgarner. Three point three ERA. Um, yeah, the the pitching is okay. Um, could be yeah, better. It, with how his offense is right now, the the pitching would have to pick it up, and mm-hmm. I don't think any of these guys really have the extra gear. So, yeah. It might just be a, a reset for next year um, in terms of Jet. And now we will go. We are right at the top of the hour. I promise, Jacob, I will not hold him too long. So this will be <laughs> our last one. Uh, and our good friend, north of the border, former champion. Um, two times. The, yeah, two-time champion. Uh, Aaron Zook. Oh, what has happened to her team? When I traded for Bo Bichette, my first reaction was, okay, I'm not even a big Bo Bichette guy. I'm going to try and, you know, trade him to Aaron and get a bunch of pieces. And then I looked at her roster and I was like, I don't even like the roster. And, uh, but here we are. So what are we thinking here, Jacob? Well, what's going wrong with their lineup? I mean, well, Salvador Perez took that step back. No pun intended. Yep. Jake, him and Jake Cronworth, they really, I don't know what the hell happened. Even at Santander, this is pretty much where he where he is. But those two, then Brian Reynolds, you know, yeah. dude, 280, 290 hitter, and look what he's hitting. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to say in the last – okay, so so far in three games in June, he he's picking it up a little bit, and he picked it up a little bit from April, May. So, yeah, slow start for Reynolds. Um, is that pitching? Because her hitting isn't that bad. Uh, Besides those two, I mean, I mean, Ty France is like really the one carrying oh, the offense. Oh man, yeah, um, Christian crazy. Vasquez, I guess, having a good year. JP Crawford, J- yeah, man, yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, it's her big names are struggling, but the mm-hmm. middle name average guys are carrying her right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the bench, uh, oh, she did pick up Max Kepler. Damn her! Mm-hmm. I I, ju- <laughs> I just dropped Kepler. I didn't know what, it was either Kepler or Kalenic, and I'm like, I really should drop Kalenic and. I would. I, I can't do it. Can't do it. And she's got uh, Eloy Jimenez on uh, the IL, so it's a little bit of a hurt there. Is, now, yeah. in terms of the pitching, her pitching should be doing far better um, than it is. Mike mm. Clevenger was he on the IL again? Okay, he just got activated today. Yeah, so. he just came she, she's okay. Um, but yeah, so she's got Verlander, Woodruff. Clevenger, Barrios, um, or Keedy. And it's like a couple of these guys are having great years, but then Barrios, mm-hmm. aside from his most recent start where, you know, he had the 13 strikeouts, ERA over five. Um, <laughs> Br- Brandon, Brandon Woodruff, before he went on the IL, uh, 4.7 yeah. ERA. Uh, so, yeah, the, the pitching, I think, Wait, was really going to be. Slide, who, did I just see who I thought? Wait, keep going down. Go down. Go down. Now. I'm sorry to stop. Who keep going. Rafael Montez. Good Lord, he's still pitching? Yeah, he's been good, man. What the hell is going on with the world? <laughs> How the hell did I miss him? Uh, <laughs> but did he 
did he really have a seven ERA last year? That doesn't sound right. But yeah, he he he's had a couple of good years here in the past between Texas. Uh, he was a part of the um, Graveman Abraham Toro trade from Seattle to Houston uh, last year. Okay. Um, yeah, That's so and and he's only oh he's thirty one. Rafael Montero being thirty one makes me feel old. Um, <laughs> it should. <laughs> but yeah, of course she's got Josh Hader, Kendall Graveman, so she's really got the saves and the holds locked mm-hmm. down. Um, Kyle Wright, there you go. So that's been one of her best starters this year so far, Verlander and Wright. So she has like two of really the top 10 guys um, in pitching, and she could have more if Woodruff would just be better. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the offense here, the offense could use some work. Maybe I'll trade her Bo Bichette. I wonder if she would give me Verlander and Woodruff for Bichette and a starter. I'm not sure I'd even do it. <laughs> but maybe, maybe, just maybe. So uh, of the the starters down here, um, mm-hmm. I want to say she really like drafted Cal Quantrill really high, and it made me like double take. Yeah, round four after we already had six keepers, so it's like the tenth round for mm-hmm. Cal Quantrill. I thought that was interesting. Uh, what do you think? It. What do you think with of uh, Jose Barrios? Um, where do you think he's going to end up the year kind of in terms of the ERA and the numbers? Uh, let's pull out his, his starts. Um, I'll give him a high, e- I'll give him a mid four ERA Being I, in the AL East. Yeah. And you see, that's always been my thing with Jose Barrios is that everyone's expecting the one year where he's going to have a, a low two ERA, no. but it's been year after year. 3.8, 3.8, 3. 3.7, 4, 3.6, 3.5. At that point, I think this is what he is. I mean, he could have the one outlier year, pull a Robbie Ray. But mm-hmm. if it, I, I've had this argument like two years in a row with people about Jose Barrios. <laughs> if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, <laughs> it's Jose Barrios. <laughs> it's not an ace. It's Jose Barrios. And... Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, hopefully for her sake, Arkady can turn it around. I, I feel like she has the pitching depth that she can maybe oh, trade yeah. some of these guys. And really, she just needs to get Brian Reynolds and um, Salvador Perez going. Because un- unless she trades one of the, the big guys like Verlander and gets herself like a bona fide uh, outfielder, because that outfield is kind of, aside from Cole Calhoun having a great May, mm-hmm. um, can definitely see why Aaron's in last right now. Um, but hey, she is the former two-time champion. Mm-hmm. If there's anyone that can turn it around, it would be a, a two-time champion. So Absolutely. I think that wraps it up for the entire league. Um, hopefully we didn't hurt anyone's feelings too bad. Jacob, it was awesome having you on. Um Drop everything for your guys' show when you're doing it, when it's going to end, when it's going to pick back up again. Give me the whole nine yards. Uh, we're hoping to get back into it soon. Like I said, Leon's actually he's in the process of some things, so hopefully soon bef- before the playoffs and the finals actually end, yeah. we'll probably be. But we got at least the bigger thing, we got to get to at least 100 episodes, and then we'll see what happens after there. Okay. Up to that point. But, yeah, we'll be back. Okay, we'll, good. We, we're, not, we're not ended on that. That's all I got to say about that. There you go. And uh, what do you predict for your next in the offseason? Who are they going to get? Nobody. No. <laughs> Come on. They, they just hired that, that one free agent's dad. Like, that, oh, that, that has to mean yeah, he's coming, right? Brunson, yeah. Um, 
they're going to go after him, but we'll see. I think they're going to they're going to rely on the draft. I really can't okay. see anybody. Do they got do they got a lot of pick? Do they got a lot of picks this year? They have the eleventh, eleventh, and then their second rounder. So it's nothing. Oh, okay. Major. Okay. So no, no, they they're they're not the yeah, yeah they're not the Thunder. They don't have like seventeen first round picks Every in the next five pick. years. Yeah, we're, we're we'll be all right. I think we'll Nick's tape will be back. Hopefully, we'll be back in the playoffs. But I'm hoping for Donovan Mitchell. But I'm not going to get my hopes up. That would be fun. And, that'd be fun, Mitchell, back in New fun. York. That that'd be Let fun. Him come back home. Yeah. And do his thing, but. We'll see. But okay. We'll be back. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, especially on such short notice. Uh, I will let you go from the Total Basis podcast. This is Sean. That was Jacob. Everyone have a great day. Adios.